What's poppin' everyone? This is your weekly dose of Make It Happen Mondays, and I will be your host today, and I'm happy to be hosting a very special guest of ours. This journey is one that we have all been at at some point in our career, and I don't want to give anything away. What I will tell you is that on December 7th, I am proud to host John Barrows, Leslie Douglas, and Morgan J. Ingram for the live training. This is a three-hour session that costs exactly the same as our annual membership. That's right. Sign up as a member now, and you will get access to the live three-hour training session with all four of us. You will never get this kind of talent in the same room again. This is about to be the end of the year wrap-up that you need in order to come into 2022 with a plan and resources to help you set more meetings and close more deals. Join now for this event and for your annual membership at jbarrows.com slash live. Big shout out to our partners, Salesloft, Proposify, Gong, Vidyard, Chili Piper, Sendoso, and now our newest partner, Prelay. Prelay's function is to make complex deals easier to manage. From POCs to trials and pilots, Prelay makes those tedious complexities a smoother experience, helping sellers sell and helping buyers buy more efficiently. Check them out at prelay.com to learn more today. The JB Sales membership is really taking off. Thousands of sellers are leveling up by gaining access to all of our training, our courses, our tips, techniques inside of the annual membership to JB Sales for a dollar a day. That's right. 365 bucks will get you the skills, best practices that you need to finish the year strong and come into 2022 ready to rocket to the top of that leaderboard. Let's go, y'all. Sign up today at joinjbsales.com. Let's get into it today with someone that represents every frontline seller out there, yo. What's poppin' y'all? Welcome once again to a very special episode of Make It Happen Mondays. This is a different episode because, as you're all aware, we've developed quite the tribe after releasing JB Sales into the wild in 2020. For the quick and dirty backstory here, this is what happened. We wanted to come out swinging and provide a training platform that we knew would blow the socks off the sales industry. But when COVID hit, we found it a little distasteful to be out there creating content about how awesome we were while everybody was suffering from this global pandemic and crisis. So what did we do? We went to market very slowly and quietly with sales training membership that thousands of reps rallied to our sides and demanded more of. So this became JB Sales, the membership that we tout all the time as you hear in our content. So we're going to start adding episodes just like this one, where we highlight existing members because you guys have all asked us questions like, how does this serve me as a salesperson? And how do I benefit from this? What do I get out of it? So this kind of training is the training that works wonders for sellers that want to help. And we want to help as many people as possible. That's the whole point is getting more involved in creating an audience that matters. So before I introduce our guest, you can learn more about becoming a member at joinjbsales.com and get involved today for the things that you need to be the best seller that you can be. Everyone's asked us how this thing could benefit them, and we're going to start doing things to highlight the reasons that you need to be a part of this audience. So I am pleased to bring you a seller that had a rocky start, but because of the training resources, the drive, and the consistent hunger for improvement, he was able to not just hit goals, but find his authentic sales voice as well. So Sterling Franson of Tiled, welcome to Make It Happen Mondays, my friend. Thank you. I'm, I'm, I'm excited to be here. Honestly, if you asked me a year ago, <laughs> I would be like, yeah, right. I, one, I, probably, I, I would be like, no one's ever wanted to talk to me. Right? I'm just a normal sales rep. So 
I'm excited to be here. Yo, so that's the part that I think we want to highlight is like we want to we really want to focus on the front lines, the people that do the job every single day. It's easy to start talking to people that are way above the power line about what they do and how they do it and their best practices and their thoughts on things that their sellers should be doing. It's a totally different thing to have conversations with people that are in the trenches, getting their hands dirty, doing it every day. So what's your backstory, man? How did you get into sales? Like, what is the education and upbringing of Sterling that landed you here? (laughs) Yeah. So let's see. Let's go back. So um, let's see. During my time in college, I didn't really know what I wanted to go into. I thought I wanted to go into pre-med. I was going to start going down and wanted to be one of those physical therapists on a sports team because I loved sports, but I was terrible at them. I couldn't. There's no way I was going to make any major leagues or anything. So I was going in there, but realized that I hated anatomy. I hated biology. I hated all those chemistry things. And so I just like, you know what, let me go into business. I went into international business. And while I was there, I would do a lot of sales types roles. And so I did a lot of customer service roles. I did. I sold cars. And there was aspects of it that I realized I loved, but I absolutely hated the transactional side of things. Yeah. And, but I'm like, you know what? It's fine. I'm going to school. I'm going, I'm figuring my stuff out. And then I ended up doing some landscaping. I had a friend reach out to me and say, hey, there's this professional sales program on campus at the business school. You should join it. I'm like, okay, whatever. You know, that, that's fine. I'll, I'll do it. You know, I like sales. Sales seems interesting. So I jumped in there and it was all thanks to Dr. Bone there who who put us in front of people. I was learning the 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 art and realized that what sales is is all about building relationships and helping talk to people and figuring out what their problems are and then bringing a solution to them that can help solve their problems. And I'm like, that's exactly what I want to do. I'd love to get paid to do that. And so throughout that time, that's where I then got connected with Adobe and and that blew my mind. And so as I was going and, and graduating. I actually got an offer from Adobe to go work on their BDR team. Um, So that's kind of where I I started. That's great, man. You know, it's an interesting transition from being a college student to being a full-time seller. And I think college students everywhere sort of have this mentality of what sales is. John always talks about, you know, the people that come in with the wrong impression. They see movies like The Wolf of Wall Street. They see movies like Boiler Room, and they think that's what sales is. And it's not that way. That is a gross misrepresentation of what successful salespeople do every single day. And you hit the nail on the head when you said it's about relationships. Because even though there's a debate as to whether or not a relationship is actually needed for a sale, we will all agree that relationships help sales happen much faster. Things move through the sales cycle when you're focused on building building a, a like healthy relationship with those prospects. So let's talk about the change that had to happen. So where were you and what was the event that prompted you to get involved in the membership? Yeah. So let's go back again. So I graduated in, in uh, when was it? May of 2020. So right when the pandemic, right in the thick of things where everything went, went virtual. So I, yeah. So I started with my cohort at Adobe virtually, you know, I, I, my team was all over the place. My manager was in San Francisco. I'm here in Utah, people on the East coast, and, and so I just kind of got thrown into this. And, and so, I mean, like, like every company was, they were trying to help onboard me. So they had like an Adobe sales Academy, which was great going in teaching me. And I was just trying to figure myself out, right. For that yeah. first six months, I was like, all right, let me just get my crap together and figure out how am I going to just survive and do this? Cause I've never done this in a whole aspect. I was running with large, in, large enterprise accounts and, and things. And so that first six months, I was just a whirlwind of stuff. And Come that beginning of the year, so beginning of uh, 2020 or 2021, excuse me, 
I was given some new accounts and I was actually then given a quota at that point because I was done ramping and I just bombed it that first quarter. I got 36%. I'm just like stressed out of my mind. I was overworking. I'm like, this isn't fun anymore. I hated my job. I, I, I despise going and waking up and going into my office across the room. Yeah. And, and at that point, right. And I'm not discounting Adobe's trainings because they did a great job. Everyone was figuring stuff out. And I came to a point and realized that for me to go and grow and excel, I had to be in charge of that. I couldn't look up to Adobe or my manager or those within Adobe to, to give me what I needed. I know what I needed and I need to be able to go out and find it. And so that's when I started going in to, to LinkedIn and I started looking up people. I went on uh podcast. So on there and started just Googling like sales. And that's where I came across make it happen Mondays, you know, 30 minutes to presidents club, a lot of different things. I just started listening and consuming a ton of content. And that kind of pushed me into then looking at the webinars and gaining stuff. And I'm like, this is amazing. Like, this is how I want sales to run. This is beautiful. I love this. How do I do this? It made it weird because I vowed when I got out of college, I didn't want to go back to school. I didn't want to keep learning because I hated it. It was but it changed when I could go in and find what I wanted to learn. And I looked forward daily to going in and consuming that content. So that's when I then talked with Morgan, I remember, because it was a meeting that he'd run. And I'm like, this is amazing. Then I got connected to James, you, and and had that first conversation of, okay, what does it look like? You know, like, what when, what can I do? I'm ready to make that next step to to take charge of of, of my sales career. Yeah, you know, I remember our first conversation, and this is where you agreed with me that it's not anyone else's job to make us a successful salesperson or a professional anything. It's our job yeah. to make ourselves pro professional at something, right? Uh, we come in and we look to people for answers. I remember uh, several times throughout my onboarding in my first SaaS career, my first SaaS job uh, when I joined this industry, my leader only gave me 30 days to ask any question I wanted to. And after that, if it was a good question, he'd answer it. But if it was a question I should have gone and tried to find an answer for, he would say, oh, let me Google that for you. And that only had to happen like once or twice before I just stopped asking him questions and would go to Google for everything. <laughs> so there's an element of like owning your destiny here that I think I want to highlight for you because not everybody has this mentality where, as you said, the way you viewed education changed when you were able to go and find the things that really made you a successful person at what you were doing with your day-to-day -day routines, trying to get results. So what was it that you discovered in the process about yourself, sales, and the skill set that you developed? Well, during that, that first quarter where I was just bombing it and stressed out, I kept having the back of my mind. I, in my mind, I'm like, this should be fun. Why, why can't sales be something enjoyable because this was something I wanted to do is build relationships and go and prospect. Why couldn't that be fun? And, and so I think that's where it started, where it kind of pushed me to, to realize that, that there was something more out there that I had completely missed yep. and that my current process or lack of was, was not working for me and that there was going to need to be some changes made or I would be stuck in that, that, in that position. So Getting stuck in the position, I think, is kind of the fear that led you to make different choices, do different things, find different options out there. Um, I, as I said before we started recording this call when we were connecting, I don't think any seller comes into the sales industry and three months in thinks to themselves, gosh, I hope I get to do this for the next 50 years, dance for my dinner every single week, 
start over from scratch at the first of every single month, right? Like, I think we all aspire to grow in the space. Granted, I think some people tend to default to prospecting, and these are your career sales development people that just understand its value. As an AE, I think the majority of account executives tend to focus on prospecting, but only in a very small facet because they're busy working, living, breathing pipelines of people that are in there trying to close, trying to pull people over the finish line. And from a customer success perspective, I think most of the time they're cross-selling, they're upselling, and they're finding those referrals. And that seems to be the flow, but you can move from position to position very quickly or very slowly. I always find the people that move quickly tend to rise through, to, through that that growth process very quick and they learn a lot. It's like drinking from a fire hose. You're just constantly learning new things. And then the people that rise very slowly become experts, masters of this craft, whatever it might be. And those crafts tend to shift as their career development progresses, but they tend to stay at one company longer. They tend to stay with one title longer. They, you know, you see a lot of people that have 10 years of experience in sales, but the last eight of them have all been VP of sales roles, right? So I think these people have grown very quickly through the roles and made it to that point where they felt like they wanted to be and then stayed there. What does that path look like for you? in the near future? And then what does it look like for you, let's say 10 years down the line, knowing what you know now? And then we'll talk about where you were and some changes that you made that I think are really fun. <laughs> oh, yes, yes, I knew you were going to touch on that. But where I think, so my role and something I had realized and why I made a jump from Adobe to a Series A startup is where yeah. I'm at now. So I, I was a senior BDR, I was doing really good, you know, being quoted consistently, getting things figured out there. But I came to a point where I realized for myself that I wanted growth. And for me, I wanted to move more quickly than I probably would have in a large organization. I wanted to make an impact. I wanted to influence uh, the processes and how things were done and, and, and be able to look back and say, I made a big difference. Not everyone wants that and that's okay. And that's why it's a great opportunity to look at a great company like Adobe for a lot of people or startups. And so that's why I made this transition to a, a new role, uh, an inside sales role that they're just rolling out here. And so this is giving me a chance to break in and roll out tiled within existing customers and getting that back end closing experience with our, mm. our lower or smaller customers. So that's where yes. I'm at as I'm closing and prospecting. My goal though is, is I have two passions. I would love to get to the AE role and look at being able to own the entire book of business and running through that cycle because I love building those relationships. But I've also found that I am very passionate about helping other people learn and grow. And so looking at being able to go in as like a manager position and manage a team of ADRs, BDRs, SDRs, whatever you want to call them, and share these these ideas and tools and collaboration and, and bring into, into light new things. And so I'm not sure where I want to go yet. What's fun about where I'm at is I can get it, I can dabble in a little bit of both and figure it out. All right, y'all, are you picking up what Sterling is throwing down? His journey is one that so many JB Sales members share. From not having a plan to executing every single day and hitting quota, it may not be exactly like your journey, but no doubt Sterling's choice to invest in himself saved the day for him, and now he's on a path to more success. This is the thing that we are trying to stress to every seller out there. He graduated from college, needed a plan, and got one. As you know, we love to highlight the members of our community, so today we are tipping our hat to Bright Talk. Bright Talk signed up their sales team to JB 
sales, and they now are on the fast track to gaining more meetings and closing more deals. The tactics, takeaways, and templates and tips that are there in the membership, coupled with access to our live weekly Ask Me Anything sessions, is going to change the game for this team in no time. Big welcome to Bright Talk for investing in yourselves. We see you guys. Keep going forward. You too can become a member just like Sterling and Bright Talk. December 7th at our livecast, you will be given actual templates, real feedback, real-time examples, and an annual membership to JB Sales for joining this event. That URL again is jbarrows.com slash live. Let's get back to Sterling's tale of success. Sterling, I love where your brain is, and I want to point out something to our audience here that's listening. The person that I met many moons ago is not the person that you hear right now. When Sterling and I first met, he was really having a problem with self-confidence. He didn't understand his role or his purpose and what it was doing for him personally. The growth that he's experienced, like the person that you hear, the articulate individual that you hear on this podcast now is not the person that I met six, eight months ago when we first connected. Uh, I want you to describe the video that you first sent me and the feedback that I gave you. I remember when I called you, I was like, Sterling, I'm going to hurt your feelings. So I just kind of want you to share that story with everybody. (laughs) He did. He did. It was so I was trying to be ambiguous and I was like, let me make a video, right? Because everyone was talking about that at the beginning of the year. And yes, sir. So I made this wonderful, I thought, minute and a half video. I sent it to, to a higher up prospect. Uh, actually three videos, only one responded because I pushed her for it. And she said, uh, please don't keep talking to me. This is really creepy. Uh, don't, don't email me back. I, I was like, okay, something's wrong here. Like it, that really hurt my ego. I'll be honest. I was like, well, okay, what do I do? So I sent him to James and I was hoping I, in my mind, I was hoping he'd be a little softer with me, but he's just like, Dude, we need, we need, we need to talk. Uh, I'm going to hurt your feelings. All right. And he laid it down and I'm forever grateful for that because, because that's one thing I've, I've loved about James and what they do at JB sales is they don't bring that BS, right? They're going to give it to you straight, but with all of the love possible. Yeah. And I think that really gave me that mindset of, I need to be able to change and be okay because I have a big ego with that. And I hated being told I was wrong. Mm. And so I, so, so I want to point out that you weren't wrong. You were just in a mode that wasn't very natural for you. And I think what it took when, when, yeah, when you and I connected and you showed me those videos, my immediate instinct was like, man, this body language and this nonverbal stuff, just, I mean, the, what he's saying and the way he's saying it, I could tell you were reading off the screen. In any case, 300 videos later, how are your videos going now, my friend? Much, much better. Um, (laughs) I'll mess up in them. I I, I acknowledge it. It's fun. But every person that I've actually gotten to respond to me calls out that that was a really unique idea. That was really cool. That was interesting. Yeah. Um, And so, you know, I think that, that, you know, like you said, three, 400 videos plus I've made past that. So it's not going to be a night and day difference. And I had to sit there and work on it. And I always kept that, that single, that first video in my mind of, I don't want that. How am I going to change? I would hit up James all the time with questions on how to get better. I'd send him those videos and make those critiques and stuff. And, and I've gotten to that point now with these videos where I can usually just run them off pretty easily. Yep. And, but it's me and I, I'm starting to find that where I don't have my, what my wife calls my work voice. Yeah. It's more just me. Like we're having a conversation. 
Absolutely. And, you know, I think when you and I connected, that was one of my pieces of feedback is like the way that you're talking to me when you and I talk is not the way that you're speaking in these videos. And that part of it is really what's causing your brain to disconnect from the message. And it's causing your prospect to be disconnected from that emotional tie that they have to have to the message if they're going to make any kind of action because of the video that you're sending. So I'm really glad we had that conversation. The last few videos that you've sent me have been on point so different night and day from those original videos that you were sending me one because I think they're much more customer centric and we've adjusted the language that you're using quite a bit to be more about them and less about you and what you do but also your authenticity shines through in these videos now and I don't feel like you're so uncomfortable when you were doing the video you look so uncomfortable in the video when we're uncomfortable on video our people are uncomfortable watching those videos no doubt about it oh yeah uh, so let's I talk about a shameless plug real quick on that because you, you bring up a good point. And, and so at Adobe, I was going after CIOs and I really, really wanted to focus on it. So I actually ended up making a quick video and send it to the Adobe CIO. And she gave me the time of day and had a 30 minute conversation with me, said this, no one's ever sent this to me. No one's ever put this time to make something authentic and real. Mm. And it wasn't, it was not a perfect video by any means. I was just asking for some assistance and talking about what I was looking for. And so like, be okay to be able to put yourself because people, that's what people are going to gravitate to. They, they can easily see if, if you're not being real and authentic. And that's something that I learned in that aspect. Yeah. And, I'm, and we talk a lot about authenticity, right? I think one of the things that I say a lot in the trainings and the coachings and the things that we do when it comes to frontline reps is like everyone is everyone out there, no matter who you are, we've all met people that we really like. We don't know why. We just like that person. They make us feel good. We think that the things that they do make a lot of sense. Uh, the other side of that coin, of course, is that we've all met people that we just can't stand. We shake their hand for the first time ever. And we're like, I hope I never see that prick again. Like, it's just something that happens, right? We don't know why. There's just something that rubs us the wrong way about that person. Sellers sell best to the latter and not the former. But that former person that we don't relate to, that rubs us the wrong way, there's someone out there that they really like, some personality type that will sell really well to them. It's our job as sellers to realize the difference between personality type A and personality type B because we can adjust our approach or pass it off to someone that's a little more, what's the word, compatible with that person. Uh, I want to switch gears here and I want to talk about what the outcome was now that you've been a member of this for so long and you've found your voice and you've hit your stride and you've joined a company that you feel like you can really take off running with what's been the outcome for you as far as results go? I mean, so first and foremost, right. Hitting quote is important for people, but that's not what I care about. So if that's something you care about, JB sales is, is going to do that. They're going to yeah. give you the processes to follow to get it. That's the starting but, point, right? <laughs> yeah. Like that's just going to happen. So I'm not going to talk and waste time about that because it, that, that happens. I yeah. did it. First things um, first, you have to hit quota, then you can grow. <laughs> exactly. For me, it's completely changed my mindset on what sales is, how I want to go about it. What am I going to be doing and how am I contributing to my role right now at Tiled, but then my greater role of where I'm going and what I'm doing and what I want to accomplish. So I think for, for JB Sales, it's, it's completely changed the way of, of how I interact with, with, with people, right? I mean, to treat them as people and not just a number. Um, I think it's changed the mindset of how do I want to talk to them? How am I going to interact? What are some best practices to make sure that I still have that professional side and bring that professional point that sales is? Because sales is a, a, a professional career. It and is. that's something that a lot of us are working on trying to create and do. Yeah. It's giving me that mindset. And I, I attest or I contribute um, 
or I guess connect my goals to what JV Sales has done with my passion of 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 growth, of wanting to hopefully you know train other BDRs and help them learn and see things and and so for me it's just the whole change of mindset and it actually makes my job exciting where I look forward to right now I'm in the office. So my 30, 40 minute commute, I look forward to it because I'm thinking about girl, what am I going to do? How can I incorporate this? What's going to be training? my magic approach today, right? It, exactly. No, it is. It's, 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 it's exciting, you know, and, and being able to go out and just try these new things and realize that you're going to fail along the way, but that's okay. And, and people aren't going to discount you for that. And if they do, then they probably weren't the right person to talk to at that time. And people forget and move on and try new things. And so I'm trying new things out all the time with the video or calls and emails and things. And so I think that's just my mindset. It's just been a huge mindset shift. Yeah. It's, it's become a lot more fun for you, I think. And I always say when I talk to people that are frustrated and stressed out, Hey, you know, if you're not hitting goals and you're frustrated and you're stressed out, it's completely understandable, but you can't lose sight of the fact that this job is supposed to be a good time. You're supposed to be having fun selling what you're selling. You should be passionate and care about the things that you do. And because those things line up, your prospects will feel the same way when you reach out to them and they'll be having fun buying from you and they'll be having fun learning from you and having those conversations and building that bridge, those, that relationship you discussed, right? So tell me about some of the changes you made in your process and how that helped you to show up differently at work every day. Yeah. One big one that's I'm still implementing now is, is the uh, like calendaring time blocking my time. So every, every day at the end of the day, my last half hour, I literally am going to review what I did during the day. What did I not do? Move it to the next day. And I love, I love writing it down. So I use a thing called a Panda planner and mm -hmm. I just, cause if I've learned that if I write it, I'll see it better, but I color coordinate everything that I do. Just like you guys say, Morgan talks about it, you know, the three colors, the green, yellow, and red. Yep. And making sure most of my days filled up with green. And, and so that helps me start the day out right because that I can hold myself to those deadlines to make sure I'm not wasting time with things that yep. don't need to be done. Um, and then I think too, understanding how going into a new business area, how should I start setting up those processes? So we here in Tile, I've been here, this is my fifth day. I'm going to go back and look at my accounts. I'm going to tier them out and figure out, all right, which is my top tier, middle tier, low tier. So I'm not wasting time on one accounts that probably aren't going to convert as much as those higher ones and making yeah. sure that those processes are, are, are there. Um, and Sterling, I'll give you one. I'll give you one yeah. because every time you and I connect, I drop some knowledge on you. You should be reaching out to everyone you're already connected with and asking them, Hey, did you see I moved companies? Right. If you can sell to them, that's money in the bank. They're responding to that. They're already connected to you. Hey, did you see I got a new role? Right. That is a money way to start a conversation. Hey, congratulations. Thanks. I'd really like to connect sometime. Right. So good just point. a quick tip from me to you. <laughs> no, that's a good point. Honestly, that brings me to something too, is, is the value of LinkedIn. I didn't really do anything on LinkedIn and, and that's completely changed or just as my own personal goal, but of posting once a day during the work week. And sharing something insightful, whether that's something I read or or a quote or whatever that may be, and trying to build my own personal brand, you know, emails, right? How understanding how to write emails and not waste an hour to write one single email because it shouldn't ha be that way. Yeah, but making it you know authentic. So just a lot of those. That's great, man. All right, uh, before we wrap up here, and I give people what for. Uh, what would you recommend to others that are in your shoes or where you were? 
eight months ago. And outside of you should join JB Sales, it goes without saying that JB Sales membership, we believe, is the future of continuous learning and investing in yourself for the front lines. But what would you recommend from a mindset perspective, from like a job and career trajectory perspective for individuals out there like yourself that are either five days into their new role or that have been with a company for a while and they've just recently moved on, or maybe they're at that company still and they're like, I still can't find my success stride. How do I change to make this better? What would you give for those folks out there? Yeah. The first part I think you brought up that was really, really good is invest in yourself. You are worth it, right? You're going to be the one that can decide how you're going to run this, your own business, right? Your own career. So invest in yourself. It's going to be worth it. It's been worth it for me and I keep investing in myself. And then I think sitting down and figuring out what you want. Now, if you don't know what you want, then go and follow and look at that and consume as much content as you can on this. So LinkedIn's a great place. You've got a lot of those thought leaders, of course, the JB sales team, but you've got a lot of others there as well that will share insights. And that's what got my mind going and thinking. And that's what helped me make that decision to change. There's so much free content out there that you can go in and just take action. And don't be afraid to ask for help. I've asked so many people on LinkedIn to say, hey, I want to just connect with you. I'm trying to learn. I'm trying to get better. Nine times out of 10, they're going to be open and say, yeah, let, let's sit down and have, you know, if you're genuinely there, not trying to sell them, of course, on something. And that's completely changed my whole mindset. I go and ask people for help all the time and looking for that and looking for a mentor. Mentors have been very, very influential in my life um, to help bounce ideas and things. And so just open up. It's hard, but you're going to find a lot more success and be happier. Because one thing I've thought about a lot is what John says with the, you know, where sales is going, those C-level reps, they're going to be going away. B-level reps are going to hopefully be moving to A or they're going to be moving to C. And where do you want to be with sales? Because sales is moving quickly. And my goal and where I want to be is I want to be an A rep. I want to be moving up. And so what are you going to be doing to make those changes? Um, because like John says, it's it, there's a time that's coming that you can't just kind of flatline it. Sterling, I want to tell you, I'm so impressed with your growth over the last few months, man. The things that I'm watching you do and the way that you speak and your mindset and the way you're like presenting yourself is so different from the person that I met. I am extremely proud of you as a seller, my friend, and somebody that provides this type of mindset shift and value to front lines all the time and sees them not take the initiative. You are the opposite of this, my man. You took this thing and ran with it and we love your journey. So keep moving forward. All right. I want to thank everybody for coming out to the show and listening to this today. As you know, this podcast has helped a ton of sales professionals book more meetings, close more deals, Tune in every week when JB Sales delivers more sales value to you in the form of tips, techniques, templates, tactics, and tales with guests that live a sales life that you know and love. To become a member like Sterling at JB Sales, visit joinjbsales.com and learn from the greats, the strategies, the processes, the structures there, coupled with real-life coaching and weekly Ask Me Anything sessions will change everything about your results day after day, month after month, quarter after quarter. Let's hit quota together in 2022, not just once, but every single quarter because you deserve it. We want to give it to you, that URL again, joinjbsales.com and we'll see you there. Get out there and make someone smile today. Have a great weekend, everybody. Sterling, thanks again for coming on the show. How would you like people to reach out to you? LinkedIn. I'm always on LinkedIn. So hit, hit me up there, Sterling Franson. Um, 
Instagram, if you really want to, Sterling underscore Franson as well. Love Please it. connect. I would love to just talk to you about things, my journey. Like, like James has said, I was nowhere near where I'm at, at now. And you guys can do it too, because I was just an average, average rep. I was nothing special at that point. And, and you can make some big changes. Yo, you heard it here first. Sterling made the shift. He joined, he became a member. And now I'll tell you what, this guy is taking off. He's going to be someone you see on a stage very, very soon. Be on the lookout for Sterling. You want to connect with this man. I will see everybody next week when we bring you another stellar guest to help you sell better. Go make it happen, everybody. All right, y'all, I cannot believe how much Sterling has changed since our first meeting. His decision to make himself a success is all it took for him to find what worked for him and realize his true potential. Way to go, Sterling. I am proud to have you as a JB Sales member. Again, join us December 7th from 2 to 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time to get a three-hour live training session with John Barrows, Leslie Douglas, Morgan J. Ingram, and myself as your host. You will also get a one-year subscription to JB Sales where you can get the help you need to be a top performing sales rep at your company. Visit jbarrows.com slash live to sign up for both the session and the membership together at one low price. For $1 a day, $365, you will be able to get a three hour live training with people that will never be in the same room again, as well as a one year subscription to this membership that will help you be a successful seller. This is the end of the year event you want to be a part of. Sell better everyone. We'll see you next week when we bring you another stellar guest.